Welcome to the fourth edition of the Steamers Podcast. This is your boy Greed. Here with the one and only bitch Scoob. What the fuck? What's that, dude? (laughs) It's episode four, alright? This isn't a new hope. This is it. This is Steamers Four. Already on the fourth one. Time's flying. I know, I know, really. It's uh, and you know it's flying. But the takes are getting hotter, and I'm loving it. It's they better it's, be getting hotter. <laughs> they better. I mean, we, we missed. We missed on the Terry guys, and I, I a lot literally of people mad uh, at my takes last couple of days. Yeah, well, I've been getting called the fuck out. I I'm mad at my own takes. That's a, that's how. <laughs> well, we'll get into the, more of those, but right now it's the Monday night sweat. Sweat. I got my. Sp- do you see what I'm wearing right now? <laughs> Everyone get their deodorant. It's the Monday night sweats. Happy. I got I got my sweatshirt on. I'm ready to go. No fan. It, it's sweat time. Double Monday night game. He can't beat it. Everyone's gonna be waterfalls in the pits. Out of my seven matchup leagues, I think five of them come down to what's going on tonight, and it's yeah. ridiculous. I need Deshaun Watson to go out there and only throw to Duke Johnson. That's not even. How do you do that? Yeah, I don't know about that one. Um, I could see. I mean, he's going to be used a lot, but I don't know. I like it. I like it. I mean, as long as Michael Thomas just doesn't show up tonight. I didn't get Michael Thomas in any league because of having the same pick in every draft. So I didn't get Michael Thomas. I didn't get Kamara. Yeah. So I'm, I'm watching how half the shit I'm going to see tomorrow or tonight. It's just going to be I, – I don't care as long as they don't do anything. I have – a pretty good sweat going on tonight. Um, Joey's got Duke Johnson and the Kamara, and I have Latavius Murray, and it's a close game. So that is, I mean, I, I've had to sweat out five points from Vinatieri before on a on a Monday night sweat. <laughs> I went through four shirts that night. Yeah, you, you what are you what are you hoping for in the in this? Is it PPR? Yeah, it is. So, what I really need to happen, I think I am locked in and I'm good if Latavius just vultures one touchdown from Kamara. Kamara puts up like 20 a game. Yeah, but if I need it to get to the goal line a lot so that they have Kamara out of the game. What if it's a shootout and what if the Kamara gets like eight catches? Yeah, that's what I'm scared about. I have Kamara in my other league, but I already have that locked up, so he can get zero points for all I give a shit. <clears throat> well, but I don't know what's gonna happen. I and you, you know what the best part is about the. I mean, no one's gonna watch this Monday night game after the after the first one. The first one's a great one, Houston versus New Orleans. Yeah, everyone's just gonna shut it off. And then and then like Denver, Oakland. It's Flacco versus Carr. No Antonio Brown. No Khalil Mack. Von Miller's still playing. Love the guy. Joe Flacco's playing. Come on, man. Flacco. That's oh. enough reason right there. I I. I I need some Lindsay tonight. Yeah, so do I can't I, believe actually. I'm saying that. I, I need Philip Lindsay. Lindsay. Yeah, but I mean, I already have that game locked. But Lindsay, I want to see him playing well. 
Because there's a lot of talk. I don't know. Royce Freeman was my no, take no, last no. Year. We're not doing the Royce Freeman again. You can't do it for two years in a row. You he already missed take, on the Royce he Freeman. He wasn't my take this year, but he was last year. What did you compare him to? You said Royce Freeman is. Did you call him the Alvin Kamara of this? Of no, I didn't call him the Alvin Kamara. I uh, I forget what it was. You called him like the sneak. Like you drafted <sighs> him, and he was supposed yeah. to be like the number one guy. Fuck, maybe it was Kamara. <laughs> Dude, <know>. you <laughs> called it. You you gave him some really high praise, and without. Any yeah. knowledge about Royce Freeman? You just got him in one league, and you were like, "I'm ready." Well, the, there wasn't any talk on Lindsey, and I don't know. I just, I just hope Lindsey keeps the role this year because I'm totally off Royce for this year. Because Rolls Royce. I mean, just based off my takes, now it's going to be Royce Freeman's year and not Lindsey's. So. I don't know, but like I said in last episode, I think I'm going to bet on this second game just so that I have reason to watch it because I don't know, dude. Like, who- There is one reason to watch it. Darren Waller. Oh, my God. Wait on it. What is Here your take is- for him tonight? Do you actually think he's going to be? I no, don't know no, if you're no. kidding or not. That's- well, <laughs> all right, so I said the breakout of the year was Darren Waller. Like it was, I think it was two episodes ago, and I like Darren Waller, but... I mean, Hawkinson's already looking like Kittle. He's already he looking look like really good. He looked really good. So he's not even my breakout tight end anymore. I mean, I like Darren Waller though. He still could be in the top five. But top five, dude. To end he's, the year? D- dude. He's a freak. Wait on it. Like you're saying, top five tight end at the end of the year fantasy points. Yeah. That, lock that in. Lock that you in. You heard <laughs> that's on the record, right there. It's not going where Darius Geis' take went yesterday. It's not going there. Looking, I can't believe that lasted maybe twelve hours. That take where we both agreed, uh, guys, like locked in for the year and AP off the team, gonna be traded. That lasted maybe ten hours. I I don't even what knee is it now? It's no, it's not. It's not the one that he tore his ACL on. But not, I don't know. No, not last year. He's already he tore the other ACL though. Oh really? In college. Uh, so he he's already tore both the ACLs. Yeah, dude, this is RG three man, and it's on the Redskins too. Yeah. So he's gonna go be the backup. How to... long? I don't know. How, like, is he out like half the season? No, I don't, he didn't tear it. They're again MRI. I'm 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 not talking about Redskins running backs anymore. That's just that was so dumb. Why why did I feel prompted to to think that I could talk about a Redskins running back? No I'm one's talked sure. about them since Clinton Portis. How long ago was that? That was a while ago. Yeah, so I'm not, no, I'm never doing that again. We're going to take a long hiatus from Redskins running backs. But what we're going to do is we're going to take Texans plus six and a half and Broncos minus two and a half. Parlay that shit. That's what I'm going to do. But what if you don't hit on we'll the first see. game? We'll see. Are you going to watch the second know. game? <laughs> we'll no, actually, I, th- I don't know if I'm going to parlay it. I think I'm going to do it separately. All right. Let's move. Let's get into uh, what we got on one on the docket today. So the first thing that happened, and no one's talking about it because the NFL happened yesterday. Dude, Mike Scott got in a brawl in the in the Philadelphia Eagles ta- tailgate parking lot, wearing a Redskins jersey. Yeah, the Mike Scott hive just went berserk and started throwing haymakers literally at, at a coffin. There's a coffin. What the, why is this not like all over media? This, this should is be like, a huge story. I, no yeah, I, I heard about this and I looked on like trending and I saw nothing on it. And I had to type in Mike Scott and I was like, dude, what? Like, he just falls. Like, 
I, I see all the shit on Twitter. He's like, he's going to graduation parties. He's going and meet up with people like yeah. all these Philly fans. Now he's fighting them. Well, I think it's the Philly fans are fighting him. Like that's because he was wearing the jersey. But the prog- the progression of this story is so funny because someone actually brought their deceased grandfather to the tailgate, like legendary. In a coffin. I think that's so legendary. It's like- hilarious to think about. But then, so the progression of this is hilarious because we see the video of that first, and then we find out that Mike Scott was at the tailgate in a Redskins jersey. Then we find out that he f- they started getting in a fight with somebody, and then later we find out it was with the guy that had the coffin. Yeah, there. and then, uh, <laughs> dude, the Sean Taylor thing was the most ridiculous thing I saw. Where they were like, "Yeah, it's because he put a they put a Sean Taylor jersey on the coffin." I was like. That's I don't know. That's yeah. the most berserk thing I've ever heard. <laughs> Why? Oh, that would be so savage if someone did no, that. I, I doubt that that's what happened. I would be pissed at Neil if I heard that. I think these guys just got really drunk and maybe didn't realize it was Mike Scott. Either way, I don't know why you would want to pick a fight with a six seven dude. Yeah. But oh, they got dropped. Oh, I, I like I like Mike Scott more because of that. Yeah, honestly. you know what? Honestly. Book it. Mike Scott, sixth man I, of the year now. I love him, dude. Yeah. He's riding for you no matter what. If he's I mean, on the bench or in the starters. It was a questionable move to wear a Redskins jersey, but I get it because he's from Virginia. So, I mean, I don't get how you get that worked up where you're like, I'm fighting Mike Scott right now. All I know just is... Just because he's wearing that jersey. Mike Scott is about that action. He is. Always. Whether it's a graduation party, an Eagles tailgate... Whether you got your dead grandfather, whether you got your dead grandfather waiting on waiting on the sidelines, he's he, got hands on sight. He's he's ready. Times. He's ready. Yeah, love it, and he's ready to drink at games too, which is awesome. He's one of my favorite Sixers players for sure. Mike Scott, great fight, loved it. I want him backing me in any fight for sure. He's the man. Okay, moving on from some goat antics yesterday. What a goat move. There was some very questionable antics going on with the Miami Dolphins and this idea that now it looks like they're tanking. Obviously, they trade away their talent. Players want to get out of there because they think it's so People bad. They want to bounce, yeah. They literally, how many points did they give up yesterday? 59? 59 to 10. 59 to 10. And you're starting Ryan Fitzpatrick. Why am I talking about Ryan Fitzpatrick? This is like... Eight years ago when he came in the NFL and he was doing his dumb shit, and now I'm still talking about him. He hasn't shaved in those eight years. Have you yeah. seen him? Why is he... It's like it's like how, how does Chewbacca go through the entire Star Wars series? How does Ryan Fitzpatrick make it through the entire, like, generational of NFL QBs that go in and out? Like, RG3's entire career has been spun around. He's tore his ACL. He was a starter, superstar. Now he's a backup. The entire time, Brian Fitzpatrick is playing on a different team every season and making a starter case. He's been on eight teams. He's thrown an interception on each one. That's an NFL record. I the the, the Dolphins is just is straight banana land. Like it's just craziness. I hate. I don't know what's going on. With and that. I want to get into this idea of tanking. I don't even want to get into the Dolphins. I don't know what the hell Brian Flores is doing, but he's he traded away. If you're if there's this idea that they're tanking to get Tua. Which, yeah. I mean, Tua's going to be great. I like Tua. But you trade away an asset that's going to make Tua good, and that was Laramie Tunsil, and it doesn't make sense. Because yeah. you don't get Lyman that good at that age. Like, it's only going to affect Tua when he gets to the league. The yeah. reason why Tom Brady's been good this entire time is because 
they keep him healthy, keep him on the field, his line protects him very well. Yeah. So I think what we want to get in here into here is the dichotomy of tanking in the NBA versus the NFL. Because I think we both agree on this. Intentionally choosing the tank in the NFL is just so dumb. In my, at least in my opinion. Because like it's not the same as in the NBA when you trade away your players for picks. Like, yeah, you want to get good picks in the NBA because if you have a top one, you're pretty sure it's going to pan out unless it's Markel Fultz. <laughs> so, but when you do it in the NFL, you have players, you have so many players on your team that are playing for their next contract. They want to prove to, or for their next team, like even if they're on a bad team. So choosing a tank is just so dumb. Like you, yeah, like your point with Tunzel, that's a great player to keep through the tank. Like you don't want to trade him away for picks because you don't know if those picks are going to pan out. You already know Tunzel panned out. So I don't know. Like I just question teams that do that in NFL. It looks really bad. It's not the same as the NBA for sure. And I'm gonna take I'm gonna take your take and kind of build on it. Like you said, you don't find that talent at left tackle to protect your quarterback. Yeah. And football is not a five-man sport where you have five guys on the field. You yeah, have exactly. you have eleven on offense, eleven on defense, and then you got special teamers. Yeah, you like this is a fifty-three-man roster. One guy is not going to make that impact. And giving up your entire roster to think about trying to build around him, when not knowing if half the players you're going to get in the future are even going to pan out, it doesn't make sense. Yeah. And now with like with basketball, it makes sense because. One, there's a chance of getting. It's not even you don't. It's not even a like successful thing you can do, but it's the idea that you get a chance to get the Zion. Yeah, you get the chance, and then if you do get him, you put him in a five man team. That when he's on the floor, you know you're going to be way better because you get a player that can either be a rim protector, great defensive player, the twenty five point scorer. You don't know, but like. It's the game. That's a game changer. It makes a huge impact on your team. Yeah. Versus the one position guy. Because the NBA is just so star driven. When you get that one dude, like that, it matters more in the NBA to get the one. Yeah, star the star than... talent. It's all about building stars together. The, the NFL is a team game. It's the the Eagles won the Super Bowl on the next man up mentality. It wasn't. It wasn't one guy. It was the team mentality that got him through. The Seahawks were built around. A great defense. Everyone on the defense played their role. Russell Wilson came in as a rookie QB and carried them because he played with the team. Yeah. Tom Brady didn't play that. He didn't have his best year last year, but his defense played well and he kept them in the game. Yeah. And they, yeah, so they got Russell Wilson in the fourth <clears throat> round. So they didn't have to tank to get that quarterback. No. So there's just no guarantees within the NFL. And with the Dolphins tanking like this, like everyone wants to leave, it's just such a bad scene. I don't know how you deal with that for a whole year. I don't, it's just it's just wild to me. And and the NFL, it, like these week to week games, you get one game a week, and you have to watch this. And you're like, you wait all year to watch this NFL team. And imagine going to a Miami Dolphins game yesterday. Yeah, that was and you have, so embarrassing. And you watch Lamar Jackson, who was scouted to be a running back because people didn't believe he could be a QB. He just goes out and absolutely shits on your defense. And uh, Hanson on on red zone even comes out and says, I guess the Dolphins aren't even playing defense today yeah, because there was no – they, like, I, it just doesn't – it doesn't make sense to me. I think that, like, this was a bad approach. 
I think that they gave away too much young talent. If you're if you're gonna give away young talent in the NFL to try to get picks, at least give it at a position you have depth at. I have a lot. I have a, a huge problem with them giving up Tunsil because they don't have depth at this position. Why not give up Devontae Parker yeah. when you have? I'm hearing reports of Preston Williams. He's looking really good in in camp. You got. Uh, you just signed Jakeem Grant. Jakeem like, Grant, like yeah. you got all these Albert Wilson. Yeah. You got different players that you can fill in if you trade him. And he's younger. You might still get good value back. And if you if you are gonna suck, just imagine you still have players around you for next year when you want to get that rookie QB involved. Yeah, I think the problem is like that all the players want to leave once they realize it's tanking. So you don't even have stuff to keep the build the tank on. to build on. In the NBA, you still do like the players will stay because like yeah, we're just gonna have a bad year this year. Like they're gonna keep their spot on the roster. They're not gonna want to leave like right away. Like the whole team. Like the Dolphins are just like really digging themselves in a really bad hole. Like this is like this is gonna be a tank this year, but it's gonna take like um, like I'm gonna say it now like three or four years to rebuild yeah. what's going on. And 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 to add to that, the, like a team that they could have followed is even in their division. The Jets and the Dolphins and the Jets and the Bills. Sorry, I'm talking about the Dolphins way too much. Yeah. The Jets and the Bills have been this rebuild stage. The Patriots have dominated this division, but they have never actually came out and were like the worst team in the league yeah. on purpose. They came they out. They were competing every week. They, they were building assets. Yeah. They, they kept getting assets. The Bills have always had a solid defense. It was just getting the offense to click, and they've been trying to figure it out. And then now you, they got their QB in the top ten. And now they're building younger assets. They're getting rid of these older veterans that try to keep them through the times. And they, they keep drafting really good defensive players to keep them that like that team's getting close. And the Jets, they got they got Darnold. Yeah. And then now they added a running back. They have players that want to play for you. You had you started draft you drafted Leonard Williams, drafted Jamal Adams. You and like free agency too. Like that's another thing. If you have the team, like Free agents will want to come. Yeah, you need to keep a you core. I mean? Yeah, because with the Mosley, Le'Veon Bell, like you want to keep a good core because like no one's even going to want to go to the Dolphins. Like they'll have this cap space, but no one's going to want to sign unless they're paying them a ridiculous amount of money. So overall, it's just a huge shit show for the Dolphins. Um, I feel bad for their fans. I I do and. Like seriously, and I don't know if this is from the GM side or the coach side. If this is Brian Flores, terrible. I, I think it's absolutely terrible that you need to, that he needs to be gone. Yeah, I hate that idea. It can't be. For, it's I, football. Uh, this I is not. Know. You don't you don't tank in football. It can't be the coach's decision, dude. It can't be because that his job's on the line the most. Yeah. Well, you can just say like I don't like the I don't think I can win with this roster. Let me give me some give me a couple years to turn it around. When you hire a coach, you don't hire for a one year. Well, yeah, I guess Sin. I guess he could want to get to or whatever quarterback they like the most, and then that's what his career like will ride on if he, you know, what I mean, like his next contract or if he gets fired. Just just remember though, Josh Rosen, he's better than all those guys taken ahead of him. He's gonna be. Don't wait on it. He's he's the future. Not even in Miami, on a tanking team. Uh, I mean, I don't hate Rosen. I don't hate Rosen, but I don't think he's shown me anything to for me to. Give him that chance. Yeah. I think that every- I just don't know. I think he might have the talent eventually. I don't know if he has the mindset for it though. But he, you got to give him this. He got into two terrible Shitty. situations. But between the Cardinals and now the Dolphins, how much different are the Cardinals from last year than this year? Other than Kyler and Rosen. Well, and- Kyler's. I think Kyler's way better than Rosen. I'm actually pretty high on Kyler. 
after so this, like what from what we saw from him, he looked really good. I'm it, the only reason I don't give Rosen crap because of who he is. It's what he said when he said that after the draft, and he was like, "There were I think he went tenth. There yeah. were nine mistakes taken ahead of me." Yeah. You you, you sure don't about that, talk man? about that right there. You yeah. don't. I think he kind of yeah. I'm like you. You're gonna be held to that your entire career now. Yeah, he got he's got that ego kind of side to him that I don't like. I just don't think he. I don't know if he's made out to be a franchise quarterback. But we'll wait and see. You never know. Moving on from tanking the Dolphins, that whole genre. We're gonna go over some of the picks we went over that we we preached last week. Jay, let's start with some of your bets. Yeah, so um, week one, my locks actually weren't, weren't that great. Yeah, I'm getting a lot of – I already mentioned this. I'm getting some heat, especially on the Falcons game. I think everyone, though, throughout that Jets game was like, all right, yeah, like he was right. I don't really know what happened towards the end of that. I, we didn't really see too much of that game. But, I mean, I think the Jets kind of took the foot off the gas. Um. Couldn't score at the end, got too conservative, and uh, the Bills capitalized. So props to them. Seriously, i I thought the Jets were definitely. I thought the Jets were going to beat them by a lot. I was wrong, definitely wrong about that. But I mean, the Falcons is the bad one. Um, I spent some time <laughs> over text, just like explaining why and admitting that I was I was bad there. You know what you were? You were a bot. Yeah, you I was were, a bot there. You were a bot. I mean, at least I hit one, one and two. I mean, at least it wasn't 0 for 3. I didn't strike out. I was definitely right about the Cowboys. I, I pretty much hit the nail on the head with the Cowboys. Um, yeah, now, and Dak, Dak really put a game together there. Yeah, I was right about that too. So, whatever. Yeah, but you didn't start Dak, did you? No, I didn't. I started <laughs> I started Rodgers. Because, all right, I knew Dak was going to have a good game, but... I would have felt like shit if I lost because I started Dak over Rodgers. It's a hard week one decision. But well, I, I'm still going to win that game, that league regardless, so it's whatever. That's a really bold take. I should frame that like next to me do over it. here and just like look at the scores right now. Cuz I'm I'm going to you know, you know what I'm going to do. I'm going to I'm going to bring up that draft board. Yeah. That's going to hang here and I'm going to just look laugh at your draft like every other day. And Dude, then my team is nice in that league. Yeah, take a lap. I had one of the better weeks. But we're not. No, I want to make sure that we're not. We're not getting past this idea that you didn't miss on the Vikings game. Yeah. Like you ate shit on the Vikings. <laughs> game. I know. I don't like. I told you the Vikings were going to put up close to thirty points, and they put up twenty-eight me for points. Thinking that the Falcons were competent enough to stop a pitch play, that the. How many times did they pitch the ball that game? Like thirty times. They, but you know what? It couldn't stop at any any of the time. They couldn't stop Cook or Madison. And I'll I'll say this too. I was really. I mean, Matt Ryan wasn't complete shit, but he wasn't good enough. He's actually never really like. He had the two picks that hurt them a lot. I think he needs a couple games to get warmed up, and yeah. it's also I. A lot of people were high on Matt Ryan this year. Well, wait till this weekend when yeah. we're playing a, a cover three and Julio Jones is, catches a 10-yard route and takes it for another eight yards, and he's going to have 140 yards on the game. My whole take around that was that they had Cousins, and 
the Falcons had Matt Ryan, and I just thought that they would be able to cover. But well, your Cousins take, it's not terrible because he only threw 10 times. Yeah. I mean, they had to make Cousins throw more, so they didn't do that. And that's they didn't, why they Their lost. offense didn't show up. Yeah, Their defense their offense, couldn't stop the run. Yeah. I mean, their running game didn't show up. Devontae Freeman didn't do anything. I, yeah, I, I have not. I didn't hear one. He I, didn't, I don't do think I saw one Devontae Freeman yeah. hi- highlight all day. So that's not going to help Matt Ryan. Matt Ryan still had like a pretty decent stat line, other than two picks. So and we're and I'll then fully admit though, bad take. I'm gonna be better next week. And then let's let's get into the uh, game two that you just talked about, the Bills Jets. Yeah, and there were some highlights there, and the the thing that we weren't seeing was Darnold because Darnold. He didn't really play it too hot. Darnold, and especially in the late game, he missed a couple throws. Le'Veon played well. Yeah. Josh Allen, I, I, his receivers dropped him a couple balls that, like, it, it really, if, if the Bills get some talent on that what receiver core, they got good check down guys, but like these these guys don't have hands. John Brown had how much? What did what was John Brown's stat line? He have 150 yards. 123. 123 and a touchdown. Yeah. That's John Brown, Smokey. Dude, but with this game, I don't know what happened. They just collapsed at the end. Like throughout the whole game, it looked like that was they were up sixteen nothing in the third quarter. So they just had a meltdown in the fourth, and obviously that means it but screwed me. I'll give you. I'll give you. The, I think the credit that we need. Their defense played really yeah, well. The Jets' defense looks really good. But the thing is, is that Darnold did not. Keep the, his I, defense. I will say, my boy Darnold did not play well. No, enough. and I think that I feel like I don't even know this stat, but if you look up the time of possession, I gotta I gotta think that Buffalo had the ball way more, and it's because yeah. Josh Allen did a better time. You know, Darnold did not keep the ball in his hands, so the 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 Bills probably had more opportunity. Um, I I think that was just the decider. Yeah. Defensive game though. Yeah, I'll be better next week. I made a couple picks outside of my locks that actually hit. Um, I actually ended up doing pretty well, and of course they weren't the ones that I picked as my locks. So that's the ones that we're going to be keeping track of. I'm one and two. I'm getting into the swing of it. It was a rough first week. I got you guys next week. Trust me. I already have a couple that I'm feeling good about. I hope they went to Pittsburgh Steelers. Because hey, stayed, you didn't I say that one, that but game. we we know I away from that we game. we know we know how you felt about the Steelers in that game. In the last podcast, I literally said that I was going to take the pass, but I stayed away from it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what happened. Let's get into your freaking takes. I'm not hiding nothing. I'm I'm here. What do you what do? You... So let's go into this. We we roasted me for good reason. There's a lot of good, but there's a lot of bad here. Agreed. What are you doing? There's a lot of good, a lot of bad. Good. Let's just start from the top to the bottom. Well, yeah. where do you want to start? Uh, all right, all right. You're gonna bring up. I already said this yesterday. He he sucked. He sucked. James so sucked. So we had starting with the quarterbacks. I gotta I gotta say right now, I think you whiffed on all of these quarterbacks. I might have. I might have. I'm not. I'm not denying it. Let's start with this. They weren't bad. We're just gonna play a clip from episode two. All right. So let's hear it. Alright, here we go. At the QB position, I've been preaching this. (laughs) Your best QB option, your safest QB option is Jameis Winston. I can't believe I have to say that. Guess what, fantasy? Damn it, dude! dude, He sucked! Every home game last year. Um, 
I will say this. I kind of agreed with you on it, but that it's not my segment. It's yours. That was your lock pick for quarterback. Do you want to give any explanation or anything behind that? He sucked. That's my explanation. He sucked. There's. He was terrible. He threw three picks. He wasted my day. I I watched four o'clock red zone for what reason? That's nap time. That's nap time. I think it's starting like legitimately though. Um, we gotta start talking about like is Winston the future of the Bucks because. He was the number one overall pick over Mariota, but Mariota, I'm, I'm still not 100% sold. He played good yesterday, but I'm not. I'm not either. I'm not 100% sold on him, but he is definitely looking better than Winston, in my opinion. Um, I don't know if Winston's the future. Uh, I know it's week one; he could turn it around, but he just looked so bad in that game. The 49ers don't have a great defense. They definitely improved their defensive line, but I don't know. That right. was rough. Is that all you got? Is it, no, you I mean, should... another one with your quarterbacks was, so this, it was Wilson. Um, he wasn't too, yeah, well, he was 8,200. He was 8,216 points. That was your best pick. Okay. I mean, I, the other potential best pick was Foles. No, no, no. Kirk, injured. we're not even talking, didn't I say Kirk? Yeah, you mentioned him. How many Kirk, points did he have? Kirk, well, Okay. I I don't think I talked him up that much. He only had, he had fourteen. That's not bad. Mm, that's pretty bad. In a FanDuel lineup where you want to win a lot of money, that's pretty bad. The picks this week were, I mean, I wouldn't have guessed this. It was Stafford, Prescott, Keenum, Keenum, Lamar, Lamar Jackson. Lamar was probably the one so, you could have guessed because of Miami. Lamar Jackson was is obviously the best pick. But I mean, Foles got hurt. Foles would have had a good game. Yeah, that revenge was, game was coming. He threw that beautiful touchdown. All right, let's, that's enough for roasting you for a quick second here. What do you mean, you quick second? Your running backs were good picks. Yeah, I said CMC. Yeah, CMC, that was a great take. Dalvin, Carson, Bell. I, oh, I was hype on Bell. Yeah, the only one you whiffed on was Fournette. He had 9.4. That's not good. That's just not going to win you because you had to spend a good amount of point, Dude. Uh, money. Dude, oh, so. God. Um, you were right about CMC. I'll give you that. That was a good take. He went he went off. He was amazing. He had like 40 points or something, right? Yeah, I mean, he had 37.9. That was good. I, I like that matchup. I really did. All right. Well, we got another clip here. What? <laughs> I just want to play this real quick. Because I didn't talk a lot during this FanDuel thing. I mentioned one running back. Are we ready for this? Um, you got to choose between if you have money for Bell, if you have money for Carson, Carrion, or Dalvin. Three out of four. I'm not taking Eckler. Shit. <laughs> Shit. I don't like the Chargers run game week one. I think that's split. Yeah, and they, they're going to be and split. I, and I said this last week. I said this last last pot. All right. Well. Eckler, what the? He only had 12 carries. This is bullshit. He doesn't. What All I'm he... saying is I mentioned one running back, and he was the weak winner pretty much if he took him. He was. I mean, if you had him and McCaffrey, that was pretty – I mean, the other guys I just said there, three out of four of them. No, yeah, you did well with the running Carson, backs. Dalvin, I'm just and saying. Bell, they all had 20-plus. That would have been – all right, the running back, I feel like I did – like I hit like 80%, and Fournette was that 20% I missed. Carry on, I didn't preach as much. I just said if you had a 70-yard touchdown – 
That's the only reason you should take him. Yeah. No, I agree. I'm saying that you did well with running backs. I just thought it was funny that you're like, stay the fuck away from Eckler, and he was literally like the weak. Win- he's the weak winner, dude. Dude, he oh, tackling man. He he just broke so many tackles. Yeah, he was good. All right. Anyone you want to talk about? You did well with the wide receivers. Who who takes there? All right. Well, I mean, when I look at my wide receivers, they actually when I looked at this, none of them besides Beasley, and one who will not be named. They all scored over 10. So, I yeah. said Odell, 10.6. Thielen, 11.8. Godwin, 12.8. Lockett, 10.9, even though he didn't have a target in the first half. Yeah. D-Jack, 31.4. Oh, baby. Take, yeah. Yeah, that was a we steamer. We both agreed on that, though. And I'm so pissed. I wrote down Marquise Brown slash Cole Beasley. Didn't what a whiff. I did a 50-50 on my take, and I whiffed yeah. so hard. Yeah, Cole Beasley was. I mean, he got a good amount of targets. Just they were all for like three to five yeah, yards. Yeah, no, so. I'm pretty sure he had like. I think he had six catches. Yeah, so I think it was like six for forty yards, something like that. Um, and then, do we want to talk about the Damian Willis take? You you had the right idea. I want to hear it. I want to hear it again. Do you Should have I it? Play? I have it right here. Oh my god. He's probably not gonna do shit. But guess <laughs> what? I might take him. I'm not going to take him in a big where line. Is, where the hell is this guy? He's 4,500, starting for A.J. Green, Damian Willis. I don't know what else to say. Sounds hard. I watched his, I watched his <laughs> tape. I've watched his tape. All right, so as I was just saying, you had the right idea. His tape was not that impressive. That was way – I, I exaggerated mean, I, I'll that I'll say tape. right there. I was saying that that's, like the wor- that's one of the worst takes I've ever heard. He had four and a half. And throughout the week, I didn't, I didn't, I didn't mention this on the pod or anything, but I was seriously debating picking up John Ross. I didn't do it. I'm an idiot. Dude, yeah. He uh, was amazing. John Ross, I mean, he just literally went. It was the number change. You can't wear yeah, number 15. What receiver wears number 15? Golden Tate? Well, he's suspended. Yeah. Brandon Marshall, he's out of the league. No. Yeah. So. Shit. Damian Willis. Did he take his number? I think he did. He thinks he's 15. I don't know. Maybe, maybe that's maybe that's the whole fucking reason. I'm not. But um, fucking like like I said, you had the right idea, wrong person. I hated the take. I I don't know why I didn't say anything about John Ross there. I think it was because I was still thinking about picking him up, but didn't. So I don't know. If you got John Ross this week, props to you. That was that's a steamer right there. No, the steamer. We're getting to the steamer. It was my tight end. I called this shit. I said Evan Ingram. I said it. Yeah, you did say it. I said Evan Ingram was a great pick. 23 points in FanDuel. What was he, 6,400, I believe? He was 100 cheaper than OJ Howard. Who else was said? 3.2. Yeah, he was a great price this and, week. And, I mean, I said that Ertz had the best matchup. I didn't, I didn't take Ertz. I wasn't taking the tight ends. That, but even though Kelsey had a no-look pass thrown to him, that yeah. would have been his touchdown. Kittle had that two touchdowns was called so back. Funny. Yeah. Uh, You're right about getting like a cheaper you had the right tight end. Idea. Yeah, that clip was so funny though. With and the, the, with the Mahomes missing. Yeah, and the Jordan Reed news didn't come out until after. We I think it was Friday or Saturday. Yeah, that he was, was actually not going to play. Yeah. So Vernon Davis definitely. Yeah, that I took good. Vernon Davis heavy. He was four thousand. It was so worth it. I didn't even know about his uh, grandfather. That's so sad. But yeah. oh my god, it, it paid out on the first. Show. I that was that moment. I stood up and I was like. Holy shit, Vernon Davis just had a 50-yard touchdown. And then everyone's looking at me like, 
dude, the Eagles just gave up a touchdown and I had to sit back down. Yeah. And I was like, no, we're still going to win. We're still going to win. You're so like, <laughs> yeah, so you're right. Props to you, Evan Ingram. That was definitely the tight end play. I think. I mean, other than if you took Hawkinson. Oh, yeah. I didn't. Um, I said a no one play. Dude, I'm so mad. When I made my line, lineup originally, I had Hawkinson. Yeah. My lineup originally, without any edits, like, it had it, my QB was Winston and Lamar. That's what I started with, like way back, like a month yeah. ago. Hawkinson was my tight end. Jeez, I, used, I was splitting. Uh, you Winston. still ended up making money though, right? Yeah, no, no. I went. I was up on the day. That's good. Um, so there is one thing I want to talk about with the defense. We'll just go by real quick because I'm an idiot. This is just hilarious. Just listen to this. Okay, here's the defense. Here you go. Here you go. Ravens. Birds, Browns, Seahawks, Chargers. Those were your two. Two out of five. I don't hate taking the cheapest option this week. The Dolphins? Dolphins. No, but they don't get sacks. Sacks are huge. <laughs> I know, but it's three thousand if you're scrapped. Like if if you're strapped for this cash here, I don't know. Yeah. Strapped for cash? Right they're strapped. They're strapped for players at the moment. I they don't know. They don't like know who's I'm, gonna be on the roster. I sound like I just hit Jeeves' pen on that take. That was so bad. Yeah. I really hope no one took that. I take. went. I, mean, I that went. Was like a. That Did was you an see? Out well, you didn't even hear my 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 picks. I said Ravens, Birds, Browns, Seahawks, Chargers. I went two for five. Yeah, I mean, that's pretty bad. I mean, it's it's all right. And I didn't even Locker. take the two that hit. I took I stacked Birds and Browns because I thought that they were gonna have good games. No, I forget who I took. The Ravens, I didn't. I couldn't. I couldn't afford it. And the Seahawks, I just, I I I thought that the Bengals were gonna put up the most points out of the three teams that they were going against. Case Keenum just thread the uh, needle. I took Cowboys. Yeah, I don't know. So overall, overall it was a good week. Overall, but you did pretty. Well. You had some solid. The picks. QB, the QB, and the defense. Everything else, I think you could have built a really good lineup around. If you if you picked a different QB, different defense. Good job. Props to you. Yeah. I know I'm an idiot. No more of Jameis Winston. Just he he. Yeah, I I I will never get over the fact that. There was four touchdowns called back in that game. He threw three picks. Terrible. And it was the worst game to, in week one history. Yeah. And that Thursday night game happened week one. Yeah, that was awful. All right, anything, any other fan duel takes here you want to talk about? Or I'm not giving we, up I on Damian Willis. Oh, my God. No, I'm not taking him. No, I can't do it again. We'll see. So, thank you for listening tonight. Um, I'm ready to get out of here. We got a water leak going on downstairs. Is it half? (laughs) I just can't spend another second in Greed's basement. Um, Follow us on Twitter and Instagram at SteamersPod. Um, If you're really enjoying the podcast here, uh, turn on the the notifications. Stay up to date. Um, Whenever we tweet or um, post something on Instagram, you'll get a notification. And uh, that's at Steamers Pod. And uh, yeah, we got a lot going on posting clips on Instagram, posting polls and stuff on Twitter. So get involved. Sweat! Monday Night Sweat tonight. Once again, thank you everyone for listening. Follow us on social media at Steamers Pod. We'll see you on Thursday.